and welcome to this week's episode of Have Another Cuppa with me, Daisy Williams. It is one week till Christmas 2019 and my guest this week is the brilliant Georgia Warlow who absolutely adores Christmas so it is apt that she is my guest. I've known Georgia for about eight years now, that's mad to say, and she's actually the first person I asked to be a guest on the podcast and this is the first time we have had a chance to sit down and have a cuppa and a natter and actually discuss all the exciting things she's up to at the minute. We also have a special guest appearance at the end of the podcast so make sure you listen till the end. Hope you all enjoy. So let's start off the quick fires. Okay. Burger or fish and chips? Fish and chips. Favourite colour? Blue, pink. Favourite place? America. Cat or dog? Dog. Chocolate or crisps? Crisps. Favourite season? Winter. Christmas. <laughs> I don't think Christmas is a season. Well, Christmas, yeah. winter when it's Christmas and then summer because it's my birthday. <laughs> okay. Um, if you've got any superpower, which one would you have? Um, Bernard's Watch. Remember that? Yeah, yeah it's like a superpower. You know, that yeah, would be, okay. I have a magic watch and I could stop time. Maybe, yeah, but maybe you can just stop time. That is your superpower. You don't need the watch. George's watch. George's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, good God. Okay, concert or show? Show. Book or TV? Book. Theatre or film? Theatre. Well then. <laughs> That's the end. Okay. Woo! Oh, That's sweaty then. Past. We can continue on with the interview. Okay. <laughs> So, you are an actress, and you've also got your own nail business. So you moved to London two years ago. Yeah, was it two years? Ago? Yeah, it was. Yeah, so I was how nodding, was that? and then I realised that nobody <laughs> can see me nodding. Can't hear the nods. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I moved to London. What am I going? When was it? Two years ago. Yeah. Was well, it? It was in the two, summer. Two thousand. The summer of two thousand and seventeen. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So you started in Lambda, and what yeah. were you studying in Lambda? So I was on the two-year, it's a mouthful, two-year professional foundation degree in acting. Brilliant. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's a course for people better suited if they're a bit older, um, or... <laughs> I'm sorry, my like dog, dog is snoring, dog. and it's just setting us both off. <laughs> um, yeah, so people who have got a degree already basically um yeah yeah so why did you decide to do that because obviously you went to uni in Carmarthen and did acting degree and then you lived with me and then you decided that's enough you pushed me you pushed me to move to London (laughs) no so basically I got a really really awful job I don't Um, remember where it was so did you oh yes I did yes yeah um, I remember now. We both got a really terrible acting job. Um, and I remember phoning one of my acting tutors from uni, Johan. Oh, Shout He's out. been mentioned in this podcast more Has times you? than anybody else. He's His years popular. must be burning. Shout <laughs> out to you, Yorks. Um, I remember phoning him being like, I can't do this. And I just found that it was really difficult to... <laughs> I found it was really difficult to get any I'm going to move the dog 
I can't. Okay, move We're the gonna dog. move the dog. Move the dog. Right, I'm back. Okay. Oh, it smells like dog fart. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you for that in. <laughs> oh. So, you rang Yuan. So I rang Yuan and just asked for some pills of wisdom because I feel like he <laughs> said pills then. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, mean, well, I was then, desperate. That job needed me. Oh, my God. Yeah, so I just went to some advice, really. And I kind of knew then I wanted to go to drama school because I just felt like I wasn't being taken seriously. I'm out of breath, just from going <laughs> to my bedroom. Um, yeah, I felt like I wasn't being taken seriously. And I feel like as much of an amazing... <laughs> this dog is upstaging me. <laughs> And just to note, Georgia is available for any fitness shows you need. She's very fit, physical theatre, all that. As you can tell from maybe that above. Um, yeah, I just knew, before I went to uni, I knew I wanted to go to drama schools. I applied for drama schools, like, I applied for all the drama schools, didn't get in anywhere, because I, well, I was just terrible. Mm. <laughs> no, I was. I remember just learning my speeches the day before, and thinking, oh, nailed it. <laughs> I'm going to smash this. I think that looking back to my drama school auditions, though, I was like, what the hell was I thinking? You just don't, like... I remember, oh, my God. I I had an audition, I think it was Central, and I had a callback. And in the callback, you went in with a third year. And have I told you this? No, you haven't. I never knew this. So I did, I think I did Regan's speech from King Lear. Okay. And I said the first bit. <laughs> Sorry, it's ridiculous. And had there was like a pause in the speech and the actor opposite me was reacting so well. <laughs> you threw. That I didn't you remember are. my lines because he was responding. I just thought, oh my God. Wow. That's brilliant. <laughs> Like, that's the level. So I get it. it. Well, I went to a drama school (laughs) audition and I learnt Tamayani's speech for The Winter's Tale. Bear in mind, I'm 17. (laughs) And I've gone in pretending... With a six-year-old, like... Yeah. Where she is. Um, I thought, yeah, if Dame Judy can do it, they can do it. (laughs) And I went in and halfway through, I completely blanked and I just started making up up Shakespeare. (laughs) Bear in mind, my friend was in the same audition oh. as me, went before me and also did the same speech and nailed oh, it. And I was right after and I just made up my own speech. Fusion. Yeah. <gasps> so I knew I wasn't ready at 17. I'm really glad oh. in hindsight I didn't go because yeah. I would have had a mental breakdown. Oh my God. <laughs> so yeah, I went to oh my God. Trinity with you. And then I had Best years of your life. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, and then I applied. And nice. um, was lucky to get in. Nice. And moved to London. Mm. The big smoke. How did you find London when you first moved? Or I like... loved it. Mm. Because I think I... I mean, I think I was lulled into a bit of a false sense of security because I moved to London with the purpose of going to Lambda. So, I mean, I was up here for a week before the course started. And obviously, like, it was... It was a false version of London, I think, because I didn't really have a job and I was just getting drunk and meeting people and it's that thing of, 
um, oh yeah, this is great, this is great, and I've got Lambda and whatever. So when I, yeah, when I first moved here, I absolutely loved it. Mm. Because I had, and, I, and obviously then when I went to Lambda, I made amazing friends and connections, and I was always busy, and getting to go in and see your mates every day mm. is obviously just great. And then <laughs> I left. And when I say I left, I mean I graduated. Yeah. I didn't leave. Yeah. So how did you decide to start your nail business while you're in Lambda? Because um, I remember when you before you left Talbot. Yeah. You were doing yoga courses. Yes, I was. And that was the original plan, wasn't it? Yeah. Like you were going to do a yoga kind of qualification yeah. to teach. Yeah. So, so I did, what happened to make the switch? So I did, obviously did my yoga teacher training, but only like the one year. So that was the foundation. So technically I can't teach with it. Mm. I couldn't get insurance. But I do. No, I'm joking. But I do. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I can just hear the no, dog just, trying to get just, in. Yeah, just clarify, Georgia does not teach yoga. I don't teach yoga, yeah. Please don't see me. Um, <laughs> and then I... To be honest, I wasn't expecting to get into drama school. So I did my foundation course in the yoga, then planning on doing the full teacher training. And then I got into Lambda, which I was obviously like, well, chaffed, I'm going to go and do that. And I would have still, I would have still continued doing the yoga, but it's about three grand. Oh my God. It's about three grand to do the teacher training. And it takes about two years. Mm. And I just kind of felt like, I'd already I'd done three years in uni, I'd done two years in Lambda, I can't go and do another two years. Like, <laughs> I could have been a doctor by now. <laughs> do you know could what I mean? Could you though? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, and then I remember just sitting on my bed one night, I was in my first, end of my first year, I think, or beginning of second year. Yeah, beginning of second year. And how did it come about? I think I was, see I saw nails and I was like oh that'd be a great idea I'd love to do that mm. and then spoke to my mum on the phone um for those of you who don't know my mother's also she's got a beauty business so I've kind of always grown up around that industry and I spoke to her and she was like well it would be a good you know it'd be a good thing for you to do when you come home you can work at my salon or whatever and I was like oh all right then I'm I'm very much an all or nothing person as I'm sure you know mm. days <laughs> um yeah, so I just booked the course and I kind of messaged my my friends at Lambda saying, I'm doing this. I, I'm going to be doing them on the Lambda Girls for like £10 or something, you know, mm. just to get my experience. And I went from there, mm. really. Yeah, because I think in your first year, you got a thousand followers, about. Yes. Yeah. Which is... Well, I was like, really happy. Yeah. I was chuffed with that. Mm. I know it's not all about that, but... You no, know. but it's like... You know, you've built it up from literally being like, okay, I'll do this for a little bit of extra money from sitting in my bedroom, studying, yeah, studying something. I think a lot of, and you know, a lot of actors do find those kinds of jobs because you've got to because it's got to be flexible it's around work around your weird lifestyle. Mm. Um, yeah, so I started mm. it. I think it was October last year. Yeah, was it what? What? Oh, yeah, no, December. That, it must mm. have been end of yeah, end of November. End of November. It would have been November mm. time. Sorry. I started it and it went from there and yeah and I've just kind of been it's Instagram you just gotta <laughs> you just gotta learn how like the best times of day to post and all that mm. stuff which is completely I, in the beginning I my pictures were terrible it's funny when you look back isn't it it's really cringy mm. it, nobody <laughs> actually goes and scrolls back and look right, at my everybody pause 
go have a scroll. <laughs> yeah, because I'm that important. Um, yeah, but I've got to be honest, yeah, I'm really chuffed with that. Really chuffed mm-hmm. to hit a thousand followers in my first year. Yeah. And my little side yeah. hustle. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But you've, like, developed it as well, like, because obviously you started off with the Lambda Girls. Yeah. And then slowly it's just grown and grown and grown. Yeah. And you've got people sort of messaging you now from literally just finding you on instagram yeah mm. just some hashtags on instagram mm. and then obviously the more people that follow you the more you'll pop up on their explore page mm. <laughs> so my my clients come in and they're like for god's sake all i get on my explore page now is nails because of you because oh of all, obviously all the stuff that i like and yeah, follow. yeah yeah um but yeah i mean when used in the right way instagram's an amazing tool mm. so how much training did you have to do to do it so frighteningly you can you can train to be a nail tech in a day really yeah which is what i did mm. but the course i did originally was terrible oh really i came away from it just thinking oh my god i can't pay people i can't pay people i can't charge people for this oh wow i just felt like i really i wasn't it comes with practice that mm. kind of thing and like it's not it's obviously this it's a skill and it's it's the technique but it it's getting used to being in such close quarters with people like i mean you're literally holding somebody's hand for an hour mm. someone you don't know and that's the scary thing and i would get sh- the shakes and i'd be nervous <laughs> and obviously when they're coming into your house it's up to you to set the tone mm. and i mean i'm obviously i'm quite a confident person anyway but God, the anxiety of like getting a new client mm. would just cool. when you don't know them at all that's mm. really scary but yeah sorry back to your question you you can do it in a day to get insurance mm. and i did but then i went and did like one-on-ones with people from instagram that i followed that i really liked their work so i went and did one-on-one workshops with oh, them that's good. and then i did like extra kind of training days just for myself and my confidence and stuff mm. and then it's just practice yeah. yeah well yeah people wouldn't come back would they if they didn't in, like like the work you did i remember <laughs> getting a message from my first ever client mm. and she went away and i thought that girl's never coming back and she messaged me about a month later being like can i book in again really? and i remember being so chuffed because yeah. i was like oh yeah i mean you obviously always knock yourself down but yeah. i was so nervous mm. um but that's a nice feeling. Yeah. And what's the plan now? Obviously, you've graduated. So you graduated in July. Yes. Obviously, the balance mm. between work, well, working freelance on both things as an actor, but also working freelance as a nail tech. Yeah. You know, because at the minute, you're doing a lot of nail tech stuff. Yeah. And everything else is cooking underneath. So well, let's hope, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, the plan, I'm actually moving to Manchester in January mm-hmm. um, with Sean who is my boyfriend um, they've had Sean just let know that's happening yeah <laughs> you got to mention Sean um, yes yeah, so I moved to Manchester in January um, I love Manchester and it's a lot cheaper and I've got a couple of opportunities there but yeah I mean I'm just I'm reading a book called The Secret at the moment mm. And it's all about like trusting the universe and visualizing what you want in the future and like, you know, vision boards and all that stuff. So I kind of just have to trust at the moment that 
I don't want to say what I'm doing is enough because I don't want it to seem like I'm just sitting on my ass. Mm. But I know that I'm doing everything I can be doing at the moment. Yeah. And I'm earning money doing something that I enjoy. And I mean, hopefully my agent's probably me up for work. <laughs> um, and I'm applying for as much things as I can apply for. I'm also writing. Yeah. Which I'm finding really... I find writing gives you power mm. in terms of your you're taking back a bit of control because this industry can be so... I mean, this industry is so unpredictable. Mm. And I feel like for your own self-preservation, you have to find the joy in these other things. And for me, writing is that because it's still in the industry that I want to be in but you know if I open my laptop even if I write a couple of lines I'm like oh I'm I'm doing stuff Mm. yeah no I get that because it is it's like it's something creative when I suppose your nails is something creative as well though isn't it it's like it's a different strand yeah outlet that you're doing something that's not like your taxes and like do you know all that yeah it's not an office job yeah yeah I still get to be a bit creative Mm. with you know, nail art, I love doing nail art um, and things like that. And a lot of people that come to me are actors. So we have a nice little, we have a nice little cup of tea in the morning or, you know, yeah. or celebrations if people have got auditions or jobs or whatever. But yeah, it's good. I feel lucky to have that. Yeah. I'm always in like when you move to London, obviously coming from Talbot, yeah. very small town, and obviously London is such a opposite to that. Yeah. It's such a juxtaposition. Yeah. How is that, that big jump? Um, I, I really enjoyed it. Mm. Like, you know, put, as you said, Port Talbot's so tiny. And I feel, it's a funny thing. Because when you move, you miss home. And then you're mm. home and you want to go back. I find yeah. that with London. Like, mm. I... God, I remember my... Actually, I do remember in my first term of Lambda really, really counting down the days to go home because it was my first term and it was it was adjusting to that workload mm. and being in London and being in this new place. And everyone who knows me knows how much I love Christmas. Like, I, I count down for Christmas, like, after my birthday in June. <laughs> so I think for me, it was just this thing of like get through get through first term get through first term and then I can go back home to Port Albert and then mm. I had Christmas in Port Albert and then was like right getting back to London mm. it's that oh, it's that weird thing of like grass is yeah. almost greener and what is it like when you go back home now because obviously do you think you've changed a lot in the two years since you've been here I think so it's hard I don't know it's hard to to it's probably easier to ask my mother or someone. Yeah. It'd probably be weird if you hadn't, I would say. I mean, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, being yeah. somewhere so different, if we talk about, like, nature versus nurture. Yeah. There's no way, I think, you can be in somewhere so different. If you'd have probably moved to, like, a similar town in a different place in Wales, it wouldn't have had such a big effect. But obviously, going from Port Albert to London and just meeting different people... Yeah, I mean? mean, I think it'd have been a waste of money if I asked. Yeah, you mean, yeah, I was going to say, I'd ask for I your money, money back. back. <laughs> no, I mean, obviously, yes. Yes mm. is the short answer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I think you're surrounded by so many different people and so many different cultures. Mm. You know, Port Talbot is very samey. Mm. I mean, in 
in the best way possible because when I go home now it's I mean I get on the train and I see those steelworks and I'm like <laughs> oh I'm nearly home and it's it's that element of stability I guess because everything can be up in the air in my life but mm. I go home and everything will be the same yeah. I go to my auntie and uncles for a cup of tea and they can't wait to hear like stories mm. because nothing changes there and they love it when I come home because it's like I'm like black sheep like oh, there are <laughs> one in London you know what are you hoping to sort of achieve in Manchester what's the plan um are you going to carry on with the nail business yeah or, you know so I would really like to convert one of my rooms in my flat my future flat mm. to a little beauty room nice um because at the moment I'm using my living room of my flat in London who I obviously have got housemates who are so lovely and <laughs> let me take up the living room with all my crap um, so I'd like to be able to have you know a room where at the end of the day I can just shut the door and then I'm not in work anymore whereas mm. I do find that's a little bit of a difficult balance to find mm. so yeah I'd love to be able to do that my goal is to be able to purely work for myself, I mean, I'm doing it now, but yeah, but to, to do it and live comfortably, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, two, three days a week or whatever, doing my nails and lashes and stuff, and then still be putting up for auditions and get work mm. in the acting industry as mm. well. Yeah, and what type of stuff do you want to do? Do you know? Because like, did Lambda change that for you? Like before you went, did you see yourself as doing? this sort of play now would you see yourself sort of doing this sort of play I mean I'd never done any screen acting before mm. going to land apart from a little bit at uni mm. um but I mean they that's the air freshener <laughs> um but I mean lambda are really heavily it's a lot of screen training and I found that so I was exciting and then when I was doing it it was so daunting yeah. because I mean ugh, you just have to be so analytical of yourself and it's really really hard to sit and watch yourself in mm. front of your year group and analyse what you could have done better yeah. or you know and I think I always I always like the idea of screen until I did it. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, it's not... I, I would still love to do it. Yeah. But I think I had, like, quite a romanticised view of what screen mm. was before I did it. And then you do it. And you notice so many of your bad habits. <laughs> you don't like the look of yourself, which will never change. Yeah. And I think you just have to... One of my teachers said to me, like, that is your face. Mm. As soon as you realise that that is your face and you cannot change it, you will be a better <laughs> actor. Yeah. Um still working on that <laughs> oh, I'm joking I think, I think everybody is a bit like, like I don't like, really think anybody looks at themselves on screen mm. and is like oh, I love this <laughs> do you know what I mean I was cracking that like j- I nailed, nailed that <laughs> Na- I look fantastic I mean unless Judy Dench I mean yeah. she is she is like queen yeah yeah so yeah I guess that that changed because mm. um, it's a weird it's a weird thing isn't it because when you're on stage, if you did a monologue and you got feedback mm. on it, you can work on it. But you never have to watch that monologue. And it exists only in that moment. Yeah. That will never... That you can never recreate mm. that. That will never happen again. And that's yeah. when you have those nights where 
like you're doing a play and you're like god that was a special night that mm. was a special audience and you will never be able to recreate that and that's what i love about theater mm. it's so dependent on your energy that night and what audience you've got in and you know whereas with screen as you said if you do something and it's rubbish it's there yeah forever <laughs> you can't escape it which mm. is terrifying but then the aspect of screen that i love is that it can be so intimate and you mm. it's a it's a completely different relationship with the viewer than if you're on a stage yeah i mean there are great things to both of them mm. but to be honest with you i'm at the point where <laughs> i take anything <laughs> i mean within of, reason i mean within reason <laughs> yes i would never go back on that shit oh that, yeah um that's what we referred to earlier by the way is that job um yeah, yeah but Mm. I just I just want to work yeah I just want to be able to work I'm not fussy at the moment mm. is there anything you think as I suppose as we're coming sort of to the end of your time in London is there anything you'd have done slightly differently no oh, that's no good. I don't yeah. think I would yeah I, I can't think I mean maybe spent less money on wine in the living room <laughs> <laughs> But apart I think from that's that, not going to change. I mean, that's ingrained in my soul. Um, no, I, I really don't think. Mm. Watch now, there'll be something later, and I'll text you, and I'm like, days. I'll leave it for as a side note at the end yeah. of the podcast. Georgia sent me a voice note of all her regrets <laughs> for the past two years. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, but it's good though. It's good though. Like as you're now, you know, going to leave London, mm. that you've sort of conquered it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, okay, there is... This is kind of more of a vague thing, but I do wish I'd looked after myself a little bit better. Mm. And I think that's something, obviously, to take with me through life mm. as just general rule of thumb. But not give so much... Yes, not give so much of my energy to people who don't actually deserve it mm. because it takes up so much of you and who you are and I think I would rather preserve my energy for those people in my life who deserve it <laughs> yeah yeah that's a good one do you know what I mean like is this not you can work on that yeah there's nothing it's I, not there's a... nothing I regret yeah I just I think it's just something I've learned over mm. the past two years of like I think I do give too much of myself sometimes mm. and then it leaves me disappointed mm. with people yeah um but apart from that, I'm going to keep drinking my wine and ordering oh, my delivery. Yeah, scrap that note yes. about delivery and yeah. wine. <laughs> Cut that out. And what was your favourite project you got to do while you were in London? I know there was a lot. Can I pick two? Yeah. Or one. Okay. She's going to cut this out. No. Um, <laughs> so I did um, a Welsh play. Did Love oh, Steals yes. Us From Loneliness by Gary Owen. And that was just to be able to do a welsh play in my london drama school just made me so proud um and it was a small cast there was five of us mm. and the director icky if you're listening <laughs> um it was this one's dedicated to you it was my first public <laughs> show at lambda and to do that it was it was just really special and then it was like bookends so that was my first one and then my last project that i did was um, the Ofsted Massacre, directed by Joe Murphy. Woo! 
Yeah. <laughs> um, and written by Phil Porter, and it was just about an off Ofsted school inspection, and how teachers just lose their shit when oh, no when I think I Ofsted come in, and I played an inspector who, spoiler alert, ended up having a um, what's it called? Edit this bit out. What's it called <laughs> when you you've got like a count of people you've killed? A body oh, count. Oh, like hit list. Yeah. A, a body a count. A body count. Of how or many like people from, she'd killed. Like, oh, really? Oh, like, yeah. So not like a list of people she wants to kill. No, people, she people she's killed. killed. Are they teachers? Yeah. Oh, Christ. And inspectors. <laughs> <laughs> Should I come see the show? <laughs> Link in it. Um, yeah, so basically she ended up having a body count list of people she'd killed of about 10 or 11 people. It's all, it's a why comedy. Why did she kill them? It's Sorry, a comedy because she... I, I had this very elaborate backstory. You'd never have known, but I, I won't go into it. Basically, I'd written that she um, she was in Afghanistan. Right. And she had anger management issues, which is why she, she, she had to be kicked out. But she was such a psycho that she... That's my belly. She was such a psycho that she... Um, they just let her go under the radar, you know, oh. under the radar, whatever. God, please to cut that out. That's all. Um, <laughs> it's just me rambling. But basically, I did that, and it was then. Then that was a cast of I think there was fourteen of us in a mm. cast, and we just had an absolute riot. Like mm. it was so fun. It was just the best project to go out of drama school on. Mm. It was so fun. So, what do you hope then will come from the business over the next year? Because obviously, you're moving to a different city. Yeah. What's the hope? Um, I'm just hoping, to be honest, the main thing at the moment is I'm hoping I can build up a regular playing base in Manchester because mm. I've obviously just, I've kind of just now established myself in London. I just hope I can build up even more of a client base in Manchester so that I can keep doing it. Yeah. <laughs> and I should be commuted back to London every week. Well, well <laughs> one of my clients, I actually have to say, she messaged me and she's got a photography studio that's really small and she said that if I wanted to do pop-ups in London for more, all my regular clients I could come back and do that that's good so I think I'm definitely because I mean it's lovely to come and see all my friends and my regulars and stuff so I'm thinking maybe I could do that once or twice mm. a month where I just cram everyone in the same day yeah that'd be good you could have three the pick between Cardiff you have one in Cardiff or Talbot one in Manchester and one in London there we go and do pop-up days what, in your house? In my house. <laughs> just volunteer yourself for that. I think Wayne would be happy. Yeah. And I mean, I'd love to, I don't know, I'd love to hit like 10,000 on Instagram. <laughs> oh, what does it even mean, though? Yeah, Do you know what I, I mean? Know. What does it mean? It's like you can have probably have loads of customers and nobody following on you on exactly. Instagram because... Like I said, you've, you've, you know, I don't think you've built up your clientele through Instagram, though. It's been not a word of mouth, and that is the best way. Yeah. It just so happens that your customers are quite young and they use social media. Yeah. Do you know They're what I mean? of a certain audience, mm. and it's definitely been a lot of word of mouth. Um, it's like your trees attacking me. <laughs> yeah, they're quite creaky seats as well, aren't they? We didn't really pick the best seats. podcast you're gonna finish three sentences for me um you ready yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. Got a bit nervous. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh. It's a test now. Okay. See if we pass. Okay. So the first sentence is, I love my job because... I get to make my own rules most of the time. <laughs> nice. Uh, in five years' time... I hope I'm happy and maybe on my own house. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. Five years too soon? No. In five no. years' time, I'm going to own time, my own house. You're going to be 30. Let's not even think about that, okay? <laughs> Sorry, my birthday's three days after yours. So, you know. God, that gave me sweaty hands when you said that. 30. 30 Woo, next years. question. <laughs> And the last one is, I'm happiest when? I'm... I'm happiest when... I'm walking my dog with a podcast and a coffee. Nice. Well, thank you very much. Thank you for having me. That's all right. so much to Georgia for having a chat with me it was brilliant just having a lot of catch-up to be honest um because <laughs> we are situated at both ends of the country so it's nice to see what she's up to at the minute I hope you all enjoyed if you want to check her out on Instagram she is at nails by GXO um so I hope you do all go and check her out I think she's back in Port Talbot for a bit this Christmas if you want to book some nails in she, she's probably fully booked though but you know still check her out a massive thank you to Joshua David Bartholomew for writing the music for us and I hope you all have a lovely Christmas I'll see you in the new year for more have another cup bye Yeah. <laughs> so that's good. Hello. Don't put it What's up. What's that? Ralph, do you want to be interviewed? Ready? Okay, got some of them. Okay. Hello. Yeah, so we should have mentioned that Georgia has got a little baby. He's called Ralph. And he's a dog. Okay, Ralph. Oh. Oh. Do you have to knock you out? Sounds like a pig. <laughs> Probably. He doesn't bark, see. Which he's is not good. a barker, he's more of a which snorter. Is, yeah, which is good, but um, not really good I for the I just taught radio. him high five, so I wish, I wish you could see that <laughs> through this. Maybe we'll do one for the Insta, for the gram, shall we? Yes. <laughs> right, well that's goodbye from me, and goodbye from Georgia, and goodbye from Ralph. Say bye, Ralph. Nope, just going to lick my equipment. Brilliant. Thank you.